0: Hey, hey hey everyone, Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja. Uh, part two, podcast part two with the legend that is Mr. Rob Sperry. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great. We're just hanging out here right still. If you listen to part one, you know. <laughs> if you don't know, you're missing out. But I'll just give you a little sneak peek is super romantic, Beautiful. deluxe, sweet, a little bit awkward. Oh, the uh, pillow fight is over. You're gonna I have won. to listen to part one to really know the full details on that, but there were lies that were told by Fraser on who won. That's all come I'm going
0: to say. Come on, come on. So this is part two. So if you're obviously a subscriber of mine and you tune in every every week to the podcast and stuff, um, go over onto the and go go and find the network marketing breakthroughs with Rob Sperry
1: and with that accent you heard breakthroughs. breakthroughs. Bre- oh, not if, you bad. Say, if you just say breakthroughs. It's not gonna work. It's got to be a network marketing. Break through. All the. Rob Esperry. It's, r-
0: r- it. s- it's the s- it. Oh. You know
1: Rob Esperi. Go
0: on, give me some. Give me some.
1: Give me some uh, in Spanish. That's what you would say if you're in Mexico. If you're I was gonna say you look if like a little in, Mexican man. If you're then. in Argentina, you'd say, Show me llamo y cómo te llamas?" So. And what happens if you're actually in Spain? Well, Spain would be with <laughs> la zeta, ah. so it'd be a little bit different with with the S's so and Z's. what would be
0: a, I, I want um, a Fanta orange? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't no, know? Well, quiero <laughs> means more of like, you can say I want or they say I love, yeah. but... Yo quiero una Fanta.
0: Naran-, naran- Yo- Naranja. Naranja. There we go. There we- I just know a key. That's- I just got in a taxi and just went, a key, a key. That means here. A key,
1: vamonos, vamonos. So this dude's got some skills. <laughs> so,
0: all right, here we go. You travel the world and you've got four kids. Your wife is basically a supermodel. That's true. That's,
1: that's another in- inside conversation.
0: Inside Yeah, inside out. She is awesome. Um, you speak fluent Spanish, one of the best network marketing trainers there are, class speaker, author, like, come on,
1: what are you, really good at tennis? Did my mom give you this bio? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it sounds at, like my mom's in, introducing me. Luckily, inside. no one can see me blushing here in the suite. I feel bad. I
0: feel bad after winning the pillow fight. What, <laughs> tell me something. What are you bad at? Like, what's, like, what are you, like, if, if like, if there was a game of Twister, would you be awful?
1: Uh, I'm actually bad at the card games that you play where it's just all speed. Snap. I'm much more, I would be bad at snap. So my wife's really good at those. <laughs> yeah. I'm much more, if you play the games that are purely just strategy, no. I, I love like Risk. those. Like Risk. Well, like or Risk. Settlers of Catan is the greatest game of all time. Severs of Settlers of C- Catan. Settlers. Settlers. Set.
0: Settlers. I'll oh, see that accent. He's speaking Spanish again, isn't he? I know. Settlers I know. of Catan.
1: Yeah. He's laughing. Settlers of
0: good time. I'm, like, I'm going to play it now. Is there a digital version or not?
1: Yeah, there's a digital version.
0: What's your biggest fear? Uh,
1: I actually have a huge fear of heights, even though you saw me. So I've never gone bungee jumping and Ooh. I never will go bungee jumping. But Yet. I, I, I don't know. I, I haven't been it's bungee like jumping. It's like one of those where the risk for the reward, I'm like, no, no. Like no. I have, even though you see these huge, like these <laughs> photos... So I am considering though trying to overcome my fear because my son wants to go skydiving when he's eighteen. And you are considering you
0: have tell the guys real quick your family rule when when the kid is twelve and when the kid is sixteen. Yeah, just really quick because if you're a parent right now, like, and your kids aren't twelve or sixteen yet pay very, very close attention to this because I'm not a parent, but I am 1000% doing this because I think it is awesome. I've just hyped it up big time. Yeah, so so
1: my favorite quote of all time right now is die with memories, not with dreams. 100%. And it's always like, think, when you're on your deathbed, you're not thinking about, oh, I wish I would have had a nicer car. I wish I would have had a bigger house. I wish I would have made more money. Now, of course, money can fuel those dreams. It's just understanding the purpose. So with that said... I always, my goal was always, first and foremost, just to be a great father and great husband. Everything else falls second to that. So we created, my wife and I, this, when our kids turn 12 years old, we go with the opposite gender child and take them on a local trip. I've already done gone with that trip with my daughter who turned 12 this year. My son's 14, so my wife went with him two years ago. I didn't do any Facebook Lives. I didn't do any work. I didn't do any calls Hundred percent, just focus on her then when they're 16 that's the bigger trip they can choose anywhere they want in the world so we got our younger kids my five-year-old he doesn't even know what's going on <laughs> eight-year-old she turns nine this month she's just starting to learn so she's just starting to think about it but the 12 year old like once they get to 10 they really start thinking about it and now the 12 year old She's already thinking she's going to Paris. She's doing this and that. And I'm like, wherever you want in the world. I'm like, you know, you may break the bank shopping with mom in Paris, but wherever you want in the world. So, so you, got that, that's it. That's, you got a strong why. That's it. I mean, that's why, a man. huge why of creating these memories. And it's not even, I mean, this is a network marketing principle for all of you. Think about Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas, if it's not Christmas, think about a birthday. Think about the excitement Leading up to that day when you were a kid is usually bigger than that day, so even though the memory is going to be insanely incredible, they'll never forget them. Just as big as the pre-promotion, and typically in network marketing, the pre-promotion's bigger than the promotion itself. Mm-hmm. So when you have other a convention or you've got a new product or a new comp plan, understand that's not a bad thing. Human emotion with the pre-promotion, we usually become the most ambition ambitious, fearless version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And you need to learn to utilize that to promote anything and everything when people are thinking about the best case scenarios, because that helps them to become the version that they should already become.
0: So human emotion plus pre-promotion equals great motion. Ooh, I like that. Or even emotion in a way yeah it does look at that we're creating atoms yeah, on here let's go now we just
1: need an acronym right. for Fraser. oh yeah just give honestly <laughs> if you
0: don't know already, like acronyms are like the key to my heart like i i hope that one day when i get married with to svetlana that she like our wedding vows or like is an acronym <laughs> like if she nails that that's it that's it anyway because when were we we'll getting
1: married but like <laughs> that's it even more it's going to be like 10 acronyms <laughs> and then she's going to tell you what they all stand for A
0: is for right. <laughs> so we just um, we just wrapped up part one um, over on, on Rob's podcast so please do go check that out um, for those of you who haven't already done this and you haven't sh- uh, heard me say this before, maybe you're new to the podcast. Do me a favor: screenshot
1: I'm like that Screen one. Screenshot. What
0: screenshot in Spanish?
1: Screenshot. I yeah. don't know how you would say screenshot. That's a new Screen word, grab. Though. Oh, you're gonna have to learn that one. Otherwise, I you're know. not. That's it. You, you're Anytime you're I don't know a word, right. <laughs> I try to get around it with other words, or I just englishize it which Ooh. englishize is not a word so you say a screen <laughs> a screenshot <laughs> Do you, and seriously half the time it works i will. this is what i want to know
0: right so screenshot the what's on your device right now it should be the the the, the, uh, the network marketing
1: <laughs> and then you would just say you gotta ah, okay. take a phone you gotta oh. take a photo from your your so
0: take a photo phone. put it onto your instagram stories um, tag me at Fraser Brooks online and tag Rob at Robsberry at the game of networking, and then just write, just write down, just put it in there saying, "Great episode." P.S. When I'm in a foreign country, I speak normal English or I speak English with an accent because Hi. I honestly, I'll go. Uh, hey, uh, can I have uh, the uh, spaghetti carbonara? Uh, or I'll ask him for the bill and I'll go, hello, uh, can I have uh, the uh, the uh, bill? And I'm like, Svetlana will go with me.
1: Why are you speaking in the accent? You sound like a weird... I'm like, I don't know. This is something new I just learned. So my brother <laughs> is two years younger than me. He's my best friend in the world. So he's 50. And we make fun of him because literally wherever he goes, <laughs> he's speaking whatever language and he's saying it in some weird accent. And we're like, do you think they're gonna understand your English by speaking bad English with some weird accent that doesn't even sound like the accent? And he does it every time.
0: And if if you've ne- if you've e- if you've never been to spain and heard a little dodgy band singing quanta la, Mella." <laughs> you've never lived like that is i don't even know what quanta la, Mella" means what's quanta lamela mean i don't know what lamela <laughs> quanta maybe it's not Mela, maybe it's just, yeah qu- quanta, quanta is how much how much is i don't know quanta yeah if anyone knows what that song actually stands for or says is it actually quanta la, Mella" or not and it's funny because i'm like putting my face really close to the uh the phone right now anyway so in part one we were talking about Um, top income earners yeah you've traveled a lot we we were saying that we've probably combined like we we probably did 20 plus countries, 25 plus countries last year between you and me traveling like obviously a lot of them are overlapped but blah 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 um what have you identified out there is some of the keys or the traits or things that stand out to network marketing top income earners obviously we covered
1: in part one like the three or four that i believed and you, you added on to that but Is there anything out there that you... Yeah, absolutely. So a couple things that really stand out to me as biggest differences is it's the story that you tell yourself. And I'm going to go deeper on this because every single top earner, if you really sat down with them, that's been... Not if they just started and it's their first year and they've had success, but every top earner that's been in network marketing for 10 years will tell you that it's harder than they thought it was going to be. They'll tell you that they had a lot more trials than they thought they were going to have. But the difference is, is the story they told themselves was not one of being a victim. They learned to turn tragedy into triumph. They learned to, to just push through. And so what I'm gonna give you from the story is, is there's a book called Grit. And in that book called Grit, is they went and identified in the military the number one attribute for people having success. And it's the same one for network marketing. It was grit. Why? Because I will take tough over good any day. I will take tough over good every single day. Why? Because if you're good and not tough, you have a bad day, bad week, bad month, bad quarter, and you're going to blame the company because they were backordered on products or because the back office didn't work as well as you thought or because you don't like something in the comp plan or something's wrong with, you know, specific with customs in your country, whatever it is, or the you don't know about the pricing on the products, right? Whatever limiting belief that you have, or issue that you have—that's normal. I mean, how many times has the iPhone, right, mm-hmm. launched with bugs or issues? They've Ugh. gotten better, but even still, how many still, times huh? still? Samsung with with the Note they had to recall it because they had phones that were blowing up. And this <laughs> is a this is—I don't know what it is—a hundred billion dollar company. Whatever it is, it's insane. It's probably much higher than that, actually. Don't worry, don't. It's not a big deal. It's just really, really high, right? Just go with it. But they have issues. It's like I'm quitting Samsung. I'm quitting. I'm quitting the iPhone. I'm done forever. It's That's like it, these good. are the these are the biggest companies in the world, and your network marketing company is an issue. And now, instead of focusing on getting better in the solution, all of a sudden your brain gives you an alibi, and so now you give yourself the alibi on why it's not going to work. I did the same thing when I played tennis. I played semi-professional tennis, and I remember in my mind. As soon as I started rationalizing why I was going to tell, I'll make fun of myself, mommy and daddy and all my friends, why I lost, I had already lost before the match was done. But when I push those thoughts out and I focus on solutions, most of the time, not always, sometimes someone just whooped me because they were better. But yeah. most of the time I found a way to win. And that's the same thing in your network marketing business. So I, I'm going to ask you the question, how tough are you? Mm-hmm. Because you can say you're tough, but how tough are you and how much grit do you really have?
0: But in tennis, you only get better by playing better people. 100%. Like, you've got to get out your comfort zone. If you just played everyone who was worse than you, you'd be playing at half at half speed, you know, out your comfort zone. But my, one of my sayings is one of the quotes that I kind of... I was probably in the shower or something like that. I do a lot of thinking in the shower. It's probably the I'm toilet. Toilet technique, showering, this, driving. You know why it
1: is the shower it's though <laughs> is because we are on our phone so much. Yeah. That's the one time you don't have your phone and yeah. so your focus is so clear. Same with driving. So for me, same thing. I, I have my best thoughts always. I think most network marketers do because there's no yeah. phone, total focus. Good point. I like that.
0: No, I like that. It, it, the saying is make your success story louder than your excuse story. Like, mm, don't be known good. for someone who is don't be known for someone who is always making excuses. The reason why I didn't succeed is because of this. The reason why I didn't have a career is because of this. The reason why I didn't No, forget that. No one cares about excuses. The only people who care about excuses are the people who make excuses themselves. Do you want to be hanging around with people who are successful and also talking about successes or excuses? You mentioned before about struggles and I think um, you and I share this one. You've got to turn your test into your testimonial. Yeah. You've got to turn your mess into your message. You've got to turn your struggle into success. There's another one. and I can't remember what it is, but it has a cool But it was thing a really good one. It was a really good one. It was We're
1: the just... best one yet. We'll save that for the, part six.
0: Part 6.7, <laughs> which is in volume eight, coming up really, really soon. Um, all right, so would you agree that the network marketing top income earners they do things that they're not paid for in terms of what i mean by that is they arrange a lot they do a lot of of like team stuff culture building stuff and like the little guy or the person just getting involved sees that and kind of goes well that's not an income producing activity like i don't want to be doing that and do you think because for me i think one of the keys is building culture like i think like there's income producing activities that's never been said as one How important do you think building culture in a network marketing business is? From from either, because you've consulted with companies as well, from either a company level
1: or a top income earner level. So if you study the majority of the top 10 companies in network marketing, phenomenal companies, obviously, because they're top 10. Big, big. Most of them have been around for a long time. Most of them, if you look at them, their compensation plans aren't the highest paid. Exactly. Now that doesn't mean that it's wrong because yeah. if you can create stronger retention and culture, I would rather have that because I'm actually going to get paid more than a company that's paying me 72.697%, <laughs> right? But then they don't have the culture of the right product. So it's like <laughs> it's like taking a bucket where you keep filling water and there's so many holes, the water keeps coming out right. you keep putting more water. And so- I'm not saying this in a negative way. I'm actually saying this in a positive way. So how are they still remaining as top 10 if most of them, and I would say like most of them, I mean 90 plus percent of them, don't have strong compensation plans. And part of it is because they're much more established and older. Some of them have created new enhancements. That's great. But the reason is, is because of culture. And Simon Sinek talks about it in his book, Start With Why. Brilliant. Doesn't Doesn't Genius book. And it doesn't matter if you don't go – to church at all. Most people don't. Mm -hmm. My point is, is he says it in the book, he says that people pay to go to church, think about that, whether it's tithing, whether it's, it's paying, you know, for fuel or gas in the car, what whatever it is, why are they doing that? Because of culture, the vast majority of people in network marketing are paying for culture. Now, they're going to tell you because it sounds good, and, and it's popular. That they want to make a ton of money. And a lot of them, it transitions into that. But most people don't believe that. Even though they say it, they don't believe it yet. And we hope to instill that belief if that's what they want. Mm-hmm. But that's why I look at it. Uh, culture is the most important piece of all retention for both business, 100%. for products, for everything. And look at the culture. I mean, look at Apple. What's the culture Apple's created? Look at yeah. Coca-Cola. Culture. That's
0: culture. what it is. Culture. It's it, man, like I, I like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna mention names here, like with, with different companies and, and leaders, but we have mutual friends, like they're just crushing it, and they all have some level of event that they run. Whether they run, like I'm going to Australia later on this year to, to speak for, I'm not gonna mention full names but for Linda. Yeah. Um, she's doing her own team event. Yep. There's another event going on in Dallas, and, and she's, it's a, it's a team event. They're in control of their culture. There's other events that you've spoken at from like a mastermind level, like getting the leaders together and creating the culture from the top down and so on and so forth. It's just so important. I just honestly, I, I feel that online is awesome and it's great for lead generation and communication, but culture is best offline. The reason why I believe that is because to create culture, you need to laugh together, cry together and hug together. You and I can laugh and we can cry online on the phone. But we can't hug on a phone. We can't hug online. We have to be in touch, like we're sitting two feet away from each other right now. We could hug each other right now. Right? It creates culture. And I just I believe that I I genuinely do believe that is the
1: key to long term success in network marketing. The the bigger online gets, the more important mm-hmm. offline is. Oh. And I love how you just said that because the bigger online gets, the more speed that you're going to create, the more recruiting you're going to create, but the more important offline becomes. Mm-hmm. In a world where we're more connected than we've ever been before, uh-huh. we're also more disconnected than ever.
0: Yeah, 100%. we are next
1: to our closest loved ones, friends and family, and we're on our phones. It's bad. And it, it is. It's And bad. so every strength has a huge weakness, and the strength is, it used to be... You graduate from school, you don't see people again, and then you decide if you want to show up to your 10 or 20 year reunion. Now it's, you know, everything that's going on. So you're more connected than ever, but it's not as deep of a connection. This is why people are loving going to events like your incredible success summit event, the highest energy generic event I have ever been to. And I, trust me, I've been to, I would say in the last, Four years I've been to more generic events than any other network marketer. And I don't know anyone who could – for sure I have. Mm -hmm. Because you mean to the European ones as well? Yeah. No one has. It's impossible. No one can be to more generic events because I've been to them all. And that had so much just energy. That's why Mm -hmm. people are yearning for masterminds. That's why people are yearning for these team events that they're having you go. Because – yeah, and, and you, you and I talked about this in Facebook Live, but it's mm-hmm. like you can't go to a concert and it's just different yeah. than listening to the music on YouTube. your phone yeah. or YouTube or, you know, in your car. Like, you can't be like... And then you try to tell someone about the concert, it was so good. Right. Like, how do you do it justice? You can't.
0: Have you Have you seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody? It's so good. Right? Yeah. So that last scene yeah. when they're playing at the, Wem- the Wembley Arena yeah. for Live Aid, right? If you, like, we watched that movie and, like, in 10 years we'll probably be like, yeah, it was the Queen movie, wasn't it? Like, but imagine if you were at Wembley Uh. on that day. You would never, you wouldn't forget the, the, the song order. You wouldn't forget the songs. You wouldn't forget how you feel. And you wouldn't forget what clothes you were wearing, the pins and needles that were running around your arms, the, the shoes, the person who was stood in front you of you. But you can't
1: describe that accurately, can no, you?
0: And no one, everyone, you know what people say? Ah, oh, sounds like you had to have been there. It's yeah. like one of those jokes where it's like, oh, it's only funny if you were there. And for me, my, my big thing, and the reason, one of the reasons why I created Success Summit 3, is I want to make it as hard as possible for someone to quit. That's my, that is for I culture, that. I want to make it as hard as possible for people to quit. Because, because you're
1: making it bigger than just the business and the product. Always, mate, because that's what, it, but that's what it's, it's all life. about.
0: But that's what it's, that is what it's all about. If you, if you join a company online, which, I, I, again, you and me, we teach online strategies all over the world. Yeah. If you get someone to join online, and they're online, and it's all great, and it's all that, and then the company or the product or the, the team goes through a little bit of a storm, Easy on the way in, easy on the way out. It's easy to join. It's easy to access everything. It's easy to quit. There's no glue. But what happens if you travel the world with a group of people? They become your sisters or your brothers. And then you th- you're think you thinking about quitting. You don't just think about it and your husband goes, uh, you know what, just, just quit. Like nothing's stopping you. There's nothing to lose if you quit. Instead, your partner might be going, oh, does that mean I'm not going to be seeing Derek on the golf course mm. when you're at your next event? Oh, yeah. does that mean this? And you were then thinking, oh, but how is it going to feel when you know I'm friends with these guys? You've got to make it hard for people to quit. I'm not saying like you're going to put a rope around them and tie them yeah. up. You're just making you elevate the experience enough that they crave. They crave those events. Whether they're how many events do you think is too many events? Like offline, because I know we could say like there's no there's no limit, but like expecting people to travel. Three, four, five hours. Like, yeah. I used to, our team used to do them every month. And that towards the end started to get a little bit, a yeah, little bit There's a difference bit, between hasn't?
1: meetings and events. Yeah, for sure. So, meetings, you just have to decide how much offline and online you are. Mm-hmm. And then, big, big events. I mean, <clears throat> the most I've seen companies do really, really well mm-hmm. is four. four. That's the most important. Me too. Yeah. And I think that's even. That's and Now a, it's becoming more of a stretch mm-hmm. and they're trying to. More and more have less and have them higher quality, but yeah. you just—I mean—just think of the feeling you have. And I—I I remember. I mean, maybe you used to feel this way. Mm-hmm. I used to think that I didn't need them, right? But Me then too. every I time that. I went, mm-hmm. I, again, I couldn't describe it. But there was some—the belief was raised. It was like the mind, the heart, everything somehow connected. Yeah. And it recharged my batteries in a way that I just couldn't describe. And so I started learning that. It wasn't just for the masses, even when I'd made a lot of money that I needed it. And I I, I firmly believe that one of the best indicators of how well your business will do is how many people you have at the important events, your company convention and at events like Fraser's Success Summit, Mm -hmm. uh, these type of events, how many teammates you have at these events. I believe will be the greatest mm-hmm. indicator. Yes, I said the greatest. It yeah. will be the number one indicator of your team's success.
0: So I have a little add on to that because I agree 1000% if that's even a percent. Like I agree it is. Every 1000% about the same
1: that. as 100% but it sounds better. It
0: sounds better because yeah, yeah, you can't fill it more but I mean, <laughs> yeah. but for me I like to go another level in terms of if you if you can track the number of people who have got people in the oh, room I as love well that. so if you like if you've got 10 yeah. people at an event that's great that's awesome but if you've got 10 people who have two people yeah. at the event or three then people at the depth. event then they're there because you your goal is to go go there to get fired up go there to learn another nugget but really go there to show your team i will be at every single event and if i'm at every single event and you want to be where i am at You've got to be at every single event. My dad always used to say to me, if you've got open heart surgery, cancel it. Because this is more important. I'm wow. like, dad, dad, that's a little bit wow. too much. But I think I think we might end on <laughs> we might end on that one. I would say the, if you've yeah, got like, a wedding yeah, and a funeral, yeah, yeah. like Yeah, if
1: you got a funeral if you don't have a wedding <laughs> or funeral, come. <laughs> But open heart surgery. No, he's like, dad, no, we're going next level. Right. I love your dad. I'm glad, I'm glad it's a figure of
0: speech, right, for him. But uh, sometimes I kind of, he looks at me and I'm like, Are you being serious dad? He's like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, okay. Um, yeah. So anyway, guys, with that being said, uh, Rob, thanks so much for this, mate. This has been hey, awesome. You. I'm not going to fist bump you. Actually, we've been looking at we've been looking into each other's eyes for the last half an hour. A Little, these, awkward, but fun. So, a little so yeah. Uh, don't forget to if you if you've enjoyed this and you're not subscribing, as Rob says, smash the subscribe button, leave a five star uh, rating and review, uh, and don't forget next week the next episode, I'm going to be doing the subscriber of the week. This week's been a little bit different because it's been this this. Uh, this kind of two part series, but it'll be back next week. So Rob, appreciate it, bro. Hey, thanks so much. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. All right guys, see you in a little bit. Bye bye.